0: On this special day, I invite you to join me as together we read the Christmas story according to the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration. It was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. Joseph went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child as she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified, (laughs) rightly so. But the angel said to them, Shepherds, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying this, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left the shepherds and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So the shepherds went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When the shepherds saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary, Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let the church say, thanks be to God. Will you all join me in prayer? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. We thank you for the birth of Christ and the radical way this child changed each of our hearts. May we continue to treasure the story of God incarnate, and may it be a real and living story inside each of us. Amen. When was the last time you went on a treasure hunt? Maybe it wasn't like the pirates that we see in movies or read about. It could have been maybe geocaching or a scavenger hunt. Maybe it was even a little more casual than that. Maybe it was a search for the perfect gift. Or, you know, maybe it was looking for that long lost, beloved item that you're so sure is in the garage somewhere. I can remember a few years back trying to accumulate all of my old Beanie Babies because I was always told that one day they'd be worth something only to find out that selling them seemed like way more work than it was worth. And maybe I didn't really have all that rare of Beanie Babies after all, but as a child, I was sure one day I would be raking in the gold. Treasure hunts can be fun. They can bring out the child within each of us. They remind us what it is like to have hope and dreams, even if they're a little far-fetched at times. In 2012, a man from Ohio stumbled upon his own type of treasure. Although he wasn't treasure hunting when he found it. The man and his cousins were cleaning out their grandfather's house that had been left to them in a will. While the man was in the attic he found a dusty box high up in the rafters that held 700 small photos of baseball players from the early 1900s. The man didn't even recognize that they were baseball cards because it was just this red part here because they were so small. And he was unfamiliar, rightly so, with cards from that time period. Not long after, though, this man from Ohio discovered that the dusty old box of 700 baseball carts contained around $5 million worth of well-preserved baseball carts from 1910. As you can see, this is Ty Cobb, and then Honus Wagner is next to him. A dusty old box in his grandfather's attic proved to be treasure worth saving. Treasure worth collecting. Treasure is appealing to us because it opens the door to possibilities. It brings about wonder and astonishment, and it reminds us how important it is to cherish certain things, or maybe to even cherish certain moments. What if we push beyond gold and Beanie Babies and baseball cards. What if we think about those memories in our lives? What are memories that you treasure? What are memories or people or moments that you hold close to your heart? Those memories or moments or people that you recall when things get really tough and difficult. Who are the people you treasure? The ones that you don't know how you'd get life, get through life without. Treasuring moments and people anchor us to the world around us. They show us what we hold close to our hearts and they give insight into our priorities and what we truly cherish in life. I'll ask again, what's a memory that you treasure? this story from luke's gospel this christmas story is a familiar one for many of us it's one we read every year at our christmas eve services here it's the one we grow up hearing in sunday school it is the christmas story mary and joseph are forced to travel to complete a census They are at the hands of the government, and they don't get an exception, even though Mary is so very pregnant. When they arrive, the Bible tells us that there was no room for them at the inn. So Mary gives birth to Jesus and lays him in a manger. On its own, it's not really that extraordinary of a story, Especially if you don't know that that baby is Jesus, that that baby is the Son of God as has been told to Mary and Joseph. But as we keep reading through this story, we hear about angels who come to proclaim to the shepherds that the Son of God has been born. It's good news of great joy. It's a promise of healing, of saving, of renewal. And when the shepherds go to find the family, they relay what they've been told by the angels to Mary and Joseph and everyone around. And everyone rejoices and is so filled with joy. It's a pinnacle moment. If this was a movie, you can imagine all of the joy and the party everyone's having. And then the camera just will scan to the room where you see Mary by herself, sitting kind of away from the excitement and just soaking up everything she's hearing and everything that's being said. Luke 2, verse 19. Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. Even though this is a familiar story, And even though there's no mention of gold, or Beanie Babies, or baseball cards, there is something in this story for each of us to treasure this morning, just as Mary did all of those years ago. Because we each know that good news of great joy. We know the hope held inside of this baby born in a manger under an oppressive government Jesus Christ is our treasure this story is one that is treasured and cherished because it's the beginning of our Christian faith we know the entire story we know how Jesus turned over tables and spent time with the marginalized we know the story of Easter We know how Jesus gives us grace and new life and new life abundantly at that. On this Christmas Eve morning, the story of Christ's birth is one we cherish. It's one we cling to because we also know the world that we live in. A world often filled with pain and hurt and loss, and suffering. And when we are at our lowest, which we each will be at in this coming year, at some point, this is the type of story we can cling to. This is a living, breathing faith that inspires us. A story of a baby born for each of us. A baby born in an unexpected way, in an unexpected place, to an unsuspecting world. A baby born for all. While this story may be familiar, it's one to be treasured anew every year because we are people desperately in need of hope, desperately in need of the good news of great joy. The traditions of Christmas are lovely. The presents are super fun. The baking is oftentimes delicious. The time with family and friends is, once again, oftentimes special. And still, Christmas is more than that. It's a space where we can come exactly as we are and celebrate the birth of a Christ that saves all of us the light in the darkness, the hope for the weary. What about this Christmas story speaks to you and your life? What is the part that you can cling to this year and cherish when things get tough? How has the Christmas story come alive in you? And how will we share this joy, this treasure with the world? When Jesus was born, there weren't gifts waiting under the tree or carols waiting to be sung. There were ordinary people who stopped and took time to notice the extraordinary. May we cling to the good news of great joy and treasure this most important story this morning. Amen.